What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers Podcast. As always, I'm here with my guys. To my right, Mr. Matt Welty. Marathon day. Feels like we were just here, because we were. And to my left, <laughs> Mr. Brendan Dunn. A little outfit change. All three outfit change. Yeah. <laughs> we're Wait, here. You're pulling Look at back the, the curtain. They don't even know what we're changing the outfits for. I know. We shot a couple episodes today. Yeah, we did, but it's I, okay. I, you know what? I almost want to make a reference. We'll just say this. Welty said it's we're in a marathon, right? Yeah. And um, they're never going to get the it. The marathon that, okay. thing is an Easter egg. So Welty is, you know, he's making reference to a marathon and all the work we're doing for a marathon and how much of a, a, a task a marathon is. It's an yeah. analogy, or you know, just yeah. a turn of phrase. And when you hear the next episode, you will understand what's a marathon talk, right? Yeah. Well, no, that really wasn't my analogy that okay. I was making at all. <laughs> all right. Listen. <laughs> Keep it. Double header. Here we are. Weather in New York, not great. Energy is still up. Yeah, my energy's up. We all wore our beaters. Not you. Look at you. What are you on, Mulberry Street all of a sudden? <laughs> you you came from Mulberry Street and you the slush? There was a joke that someone made online recently where they were like, it's kind of weird that Brendan's become the Jown guy, and I've become the Tom Sachs guy. <laughs> we've like we, sw- we, sw- we swapped. Yeah, but you have. I know, I know, I know, I know. But you made the Mulberry joke in my head. That's oh, where yeah. that's where it went. Do okay. you think you were ever the Jown guy like that? I don't think so. Okay. No. But you feel like you're going toward Tom Sachs guy territory. No, just because I got no. the one Tom Sachs shoe, which thanks you for the assist on. I haven't, yeah, worn, okay. I haven't worn them yet. Um, oh, I was yeah. I wanted a wear test report. Let me tell you, this guy handing out handing out assists like uh, Chris Paul. Okay, you never want a ring though, right? No. Okay, so let's let's end the comparison. They just got right KD there. though. Oh right. They just got KD. The so. Phoenix Suns. Yeah, maybe now's your yeah, shot. Yeah, from my from my Brooklyn Nets, my exactly my, my team. Maybe this season's the season for first. Maybe we'll both get rings. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and Katie will, will get ring. Katie has rings, but anyway, how we doing? It's been a while. <laughs> no, it hasn't. I know. I know. Good, good transition. Uh, we, we, were, we just made a joke about Mulberry Street, yep. right? Um, you know, was that book? It happened on Mulberry Street. Doctor Seuss. Is that the book? There's a okay. Doctor Seuss book. Mm-hmm. I love this. Speaking of Doctor Seuss, Joe. Uh, okay. Do you know where he's going? Nope. Me neither. Joe, I mean, not Joe, not Joe, doppelganger. Oh, yes, I know where he's going. Hassan Minhaj. Yes. Born up the for the Daily Show, and uh, he got that Giannis clip. Did you see it today? But what, yeah. I know what, we've been what, busy. what did he wear it with? Let's see. He had the cat in the hat outfit Yeah, it was just on, right? the cat in the hat. Got it, got with it, got it. the big it. red boots on. I focused on the boots, but yeah. Wealthy, I know you're sick of seeing the boots. Uh, maybe uh, I'll shout out uh, to our friend. Yep. But... Now seeing them in like the, they were always fu- kind of funny to begin with, mm-hmm. but seeing them as an actual costume at this point, it's like, all right, enough. Yeah, but, but like I said a couple of weeks ago, wait till Halloween, yeah. they're going to be all back. I want to see Welty in the Astro Boy costume come Halloween, because you're an Astro Boy fan. Who was your last Halloween costume? Uh, I've never dressed up. Wait, I thought, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Full stop? No, 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 as an adult. Oh, okay. I thought, why did I think um, mm-hmm. you were Woody from Toy Story a couple of years? No. <laughs> What? No, what is that? that was my friend Andrew. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Yeah, I haven't dressed up in a while. Maybe you bring the boots out though. No, I don't. Ha- I don't have that. Oh, we can work on it. I think Lucas Bento will sort you out. <laughs> oh, friends, yeah. a little, you know? how, how well you and him you got know? along. By yeah. the way, uh, did you see this? Maybe Walter, well, you can give Mischief a little bit of credit on this. Um, I thought this was pretty funny. That the latest shoe that they rolled out and leaked, they. Looks like sent a pair to the guy Yankee Kicks, who always has the, the early leaks. Oh, so yeah, yeah you, you know, famous uh, Yankee Kick socks, yeah. and he's out there in the latest mischief super normal sneaker. Would you be okay with never seeing those socks again in a sneaker photo? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was do you, simple. Do, wait, do you give them any credit for a kind of cheeky what yes. looks like rollout that is very you know sneaker culture in joke of yes. like Yankee Kicks has the early yeah, sure. pair of the mischief shoes on? Yes, they're super aware, and you got to applaud that. Do you? Sure. Small okay. applause, golf clap, maybe. Sure. Okay. Okay. That's the <laughs> you most you're gonna say. get. No, I just, I just wanted to know. I, you know. I will get... say though, oh. I don't think it, I don't condone fakes, but the one shoe that I do think it's a thousand percent okay to wear fakes with, and oh, I don't wait. think it, I don't wait, think wait, wait. It degrades it is the big red boots. If you want to go buy okay. a fake pair of those and go and wear them, I don't think it makes you any cool, less cool, whatever, than someone who has a real pair. 
Okay. So yeah. go out and buy a pair of fake mischief big red <laughs> boots and do not pay resale on them. I will not judge you on Where do you get We're going to do a deep, speaking of fakes, we're going to do a deep fake of this where we take that clip of Wealthy <laughs> saying go out there and buy fakes and it's going to be some huge Just, yeah, him holding the, the new, scandal. Exactly. Him holding the new, the Bam Bam Teddy New Balance. Santa's exactly. New <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt Wealthy condones fakes coming soon to a sneaker blog near you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd no, be a day. And there are, it looks like already counterfeit mischief big red boots floating around a little well, bit or it you kind of seems like buy one of the, on some sketchy size dh gate or something like one that. of the easier probably things to reproduce it feels like because it's just a mold it's not yeah a... did you see this video that's circulating a little bit of the woman who's opening up i think a pair of dunks uh from dh gate that yeah. are uh replicas and, and talking and, about and how she doesn't care and you look if i can't buy them from nike i'm just gonna get the fakes and i saw that makes no difference to me i saw that was it the Baby blue, was it two-tone blue dunks? If I'm colorblind, you're asking okay. the wrong I thought, I thought it was maybe like the UNC dunks. Yeah, okay, I saw it. And they came with the the fake StockX tag yeah. on it. This is such, I don't know if it's a generational thing, and I don't know how much we've spoken about fakes in general on here, but like the idea that on Reddit there's like a whole subreddit devoted to... Dedicated to, to like reps or whatever. So, yeah, so one unauthorized thing, reps. One thing I would say is like... Recently, I met someone, a young, a young kid, a family member's mm -hmm. uh, cousin or something, and um, came up. You know, we were just talking about sneakers or whatever, and he was basically just out. He was like, "Yeah, like I wear a lot of reps," and I'm like, "Damn, I wasn't realize I didn't realize like that's reps. So are are reps like high quality fakes or it's just as, fakes? as they would tell it? Yeah, replicas of the shoes, or, you know. And it just, you know, I obviously was aware of it, but I didn't realize, like, that's, like, a thing where, like, people, you know, you talk about this video, it seems like some people aren't hiding it as, as much now. Well, because it's, the it's just at the point now where it's, like, I feel like we're so we're so far down the rabbit hole on sneaker culture or yes. whatever you want to call it, where we've spoken about this a million times. It's, like, just because you have Nike Dunks or Air Jordan 1s or whatever, I'm not here judging or whatever, but not... Everyone who buys those shoes buys them because they self-identify as a sneakerhead, right? Yeah, so just, they don't play by the same rules as yeah, us. Yeah, they, they're just like, they just want the shoes. And that's totally cool if you just want to buy Dunks, Jordan 1s, Air Force 1s, like whatever. Just go and buy the shoes. Totally cool. But they're not trying to like uh, fit into the whole sneakerhead world of right. like, you know, right. the the Ten Commandments of sneakerheads <laughs> where like, thou shall not wear fakes, you yeah. know? So for them, if those sort of people, they go online and see that the shoes are expensive or they don't want to deal with sneakers app and striking out and all that sort of stuff. I'm not condoning it, but I can yeah. totally understand how these people go, hey, looks good enough. Might as well wear it. No one's going to say anything. They were just offering up the information. The, I didn't even ask. You and know? I feel like so I was like, oh, interesting that like, you know. I feel like there are like a lot of people who maybe are in that zone mm -hmm. of just casual shoe wearers who buy into the same sort of models that maybe some of us are into. Their friends don't know the difference and aren't judging them off of if they have real Nike Dunks or not. So to them, it makes no difference. Yeah. It just feels like a generational thing. Like I'm like, okay, like Welty said, this was bound to happen, I think, as sneaker culture got bigger and mm -hmm. as more people got into sneakers, which is something we're directly responsible for in terms of working at a company yeah. where, where we're making sneakers more pop culturally accessible. Yeah. And, and I think that even though, what's the right way to say it? It's like, I feel like sneakers being so big are in part because of the work that people like us do. But it's like, did we not do the right amount of work to tell people that fake sneakers there's, are not cool? There's only cool? so much we could do sometimes. And it's like, I always have that like sort of like internal dialogue mm. where the, where people are like, if I say something, if I've been a frustration about a certain aspect of sneaker culture mm -hmm. right now, and they're like, well, you guys are the ones who are like mm -hmm. in the positions to mm -hmm. educate people about shoes, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've obviously done a lot of that over the years, right? Mm -hmm. But we've Every also- week on the show. But also it's circumstantial with this stuff. Too. But we've also, I feel like we've also, we can all, sometimes we can all agree too that we've also, uh, the one things that maybe people criticize us for is like you play into like the numbers game or whatever. Like we knew what was hype mm -hmm. at the time and you knew what the audience was going to react to oh, more. Yeah. So you would focus your energy on something like, not everyone wants to hear about Red Octobers all the time, yeah. but mm -hmm. you knew Red October, Galaxy, Phone Posit, Yeezy, et cetera, et cetera, was going to, just get you more clicks and eyeballs and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. And we still had a job to do. It's the, like, you know, they do it on sports talk all the time. They keep going back and back to the same subject because, like, could be one subject for the full day or, or weeks, and they just keep going back to the well because, 
no matter if you are tired of hearing about it, they know that people are still going to tune more, in. I, certain things and get more every eyeballs. different peeling back the layers of you know big shoes or big topics in sports. It's just how it goes sometimes. But let me just say, we also balance it out because we do passion projects. You yeah. got Wealthy over here interviewing Rich Froning about CrossFit yeah. footwear. I just did a 2,500-word piece on the New Balance MT580. You know, we have our passions that we, we, that we pursue. We do, we and you see Sebastian Maniscalco on sneaker shopping more than once. <laughs> it's a just, passion project, baby. It just... It just uh, you know, it, it's crazy how how far it's it's come sometimes, and it makes because we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. And I remember, you know, 2013, 2014, when obviously sneaker culture was a thing back then. But I even remember internally where there was a lot of talk of like, you know, sneakers aren't as big as as other things. And I get it. And I and I get it. I get it. I get it. Trust me, I get it. And all these people that were bigger then all have kind of interconnected now at some point. Where back then it's like no. Kardashian news, uh, et cetera, et cetera, like pop cultural Taylor Swift news is way mm -hmm. bigger than sneakers. So mm -hmm. sneakers still true though don't matter, and I, and I get it. But yeah. it's funny that well, maybe it didn't resonate as sneaker just covering pure sneaker news back yeah. in like 2013 mm -hmm. didn't blow up as much on the internet. But seeing all these years later, like all the the dominoes fall and yeah. it, it all connect to now, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, that's the internet. I'm trying to think of what the exact thing is. You know the meme where the guy is placing the little domino and there's a giant domino at the yeah. end of it. I'm trying to think of what um, what the meme is for us and in those instances, what you place on the small domino. But have you, have you, have domino. you guys felt that though? Just seeing like the the escalation of sneaker culture to where at that point when we we're just covering like you know oh this. Uh, this Reebok collaboration with mm. some store in Europe where it's like, oh, dude, that's so niche. Nobody cares about these, yeah. like, kind of, these Complex, ASICs. Complex always gave multiple pages to sneakers. And like we were, you know, there was others obviously slam, yeah. but we were one of the few that I remember even like conversations being like, man, four or five, four, four to eight pages every issue on sneakers. Like that was that was a thing back in the day that- Like a fight. Yeah, not, not even- a, not even a fight, but looking through the page counts, you know, on some issues sometimes, you were just like really four to eight pages on sneakers. It was because back in the day, not everyone was was doing that. But isn't it, isn't it crazy to think that we were once at a point, say like 2006, et cetera, where like you got made fun of or uh, people thought you were weird or something was wrong with you that like you were like a collector of shoes. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe not weird, but I do remember specifically, I think I've said it on this, but I just remember wearing the De La High Dunks, SBs once to like a pool party in Bayshore and someone and like someone trying to play me out being like, what are those? Like, what, what are but those? I, that's what, what, what is that? That's what, not weird or like to, that I, they knew I was into sneakers, but like totally like in front, of, in front of a group even. Try to play you. Yeah. <laughs> now look. Do you remember I'm who it kidding. was? I do remember. I'm not saying it. Don't even try. I'm not saying it. <laughs> but do I remember? Yeah. Everything's filed back in like here. Like Michael always. B. Jordan, right? Everything oh, you is, called uh, me corny back oh, then, right? Everything is but filed. It's a, it's a corny trust. kid, right? It's like you go from like... Now they're asking you for Tiffany Air Force One. I didn't say it. <laughs> you go from like we go from an era of like collecting shoes early on where you know you only had 25 pairs of shoes but then people would make all these like jokes about you being into shoes or whatever yeah. they're like oh what do you have a foot fetish or something weird oh, you well. know no but that was just like jokes people would make about like early... terrible joke though but what that was terrible that, joke that was yeah. the early sneakerhead they were trying to roast you in new hampshire with the foot fetish Th line? that's what you just you better hear. gave them bars back <laughs> that's what you just hear from people but <laughs> um, nowadays to see that like the footwear that we maybe like coveted mm -hmm. in that era has gone from where the people who weren't into shoes at all now, it's like just now that's what everybody wears. Mm -hmm. Like we somehow got to a point where we champion these products to now it's just mass culture. Not the even vindication, like the ultimate vindication. You know what? This reminds me, this is a point that DJ Clark Kent, a guy who's been into sneakers as a collector, as an appreciator, the king, way longer than us. I guess he, maybe he would say he's. He's been, been a collecting collector. shoes longer. Than, it's like the king. Longer you know than what people we've been are, alive. You know what people are like. I got socks older than you, kid. Yeah. Like exactly. But he <laughs> he has. Re this is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad never said that to you. No. Oh. <laughs> but like, it's a funny. These are no, my, funny disses. But. Same with my dad. But um, <laughs> he he has said this exact thing of like, I remember when collecting sneakers made you a weirdo it yeah, wasn't cool kind of he, he's yeah. told the story of bringing yeah. women over to his place and, and then being like what is with all these sneakers like this mm. is you're weird for this i even remember like uh early on in sneaker culture like that whole early streetwear era there was mm -hmm. like a popular streetwear t-shirt that kind of referenced that whole thing where it was like at the time it was like 
men weren't seen as like it wasn't okay for men to have a lot of footwear mm -hmm. and there was a streetwear t-shirt that said men are the new women but it, <laughs> but it was it, but it was a very progressive but it was a direct reference to at that point of like guys can have a lot of shoes and it's like it's not weird i don't remember did you have the shirt i didn't have it but i remember it being on like the hype beast are there pages. some graphics in the background to to I, help I explain it like are I, there a bunch I, of sneaker boxes i don't remember but i remember it was like something that like rob hepler had back in the day okay um, but we need to get him on the podcast i would love that um can i can i make some more connections to the ultimate vindication because oh first... i know what's coming you know, I know what's, what's coming? coming i was gonna bring it up uh -huh. i know what's coming because you stood you stood your ground I stood you tall. stood 10 toes down i got added over the weekend mm -hmm. and you it, didn't Joe? waver on this but i know what's coming nike sb or jordan Four collab yep white and pine green hey you know what i know you don't like it just because of the colorway, mm -hmm. but I think it looks pretty good. Well, here's the thing. Here's what you always have. To, I always have to put a disclaimer yeah, out for yeah. Nike SB. Okay. You see, I wore these. I brought these back just to remind Joe's everyone. You know, Black Cat Air Jordan yeah. These Ford. are and these are the ones for the past few years. Look, just are, get, are, let's are get it taking down. the show. Are, 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 are you saying, hey, yeah. hey, P Rod, hey, Eric Costin, no. if you have any of those wear test samples laying no, around, not Joe that. Oh, are you banging but, right but now no. on camera? What? <laughs> no, no, but but close to that PSA. Okay. Yes, I would have wanted the Black Cats. In a Nike SB. Air Jordan 4 collab. However, what we learned from the eBay dunk, I see P-Rod, I see Costin wearing them in action. I could be convinced very quickly that maybe the white and green pair are for me. You could come around on the SB Air Yeah, Jordan. because those two, the, the those gumsole, guys. The gumsole changes Gumsole, it. look. Put the, put the close-up on me, Joe. Not to look. appropriate Italian culture, but may I? Chef's Ooh, kiss. Chef's kiss. Gumsole every time. Look Mediocre it. shoe. Yo. Gumsole. Chef's kiss. Speak but, go, go. No, no, no. If White you want to finish that. Gumsole. Still on him. Speaking of gums, <laughs> gumsole, had a random viral sneaker moment over the weekend. Is it about the four or no? No, not about the four. Keep okay, going with we'll the four. Okay, we'll get back to it, but keep going. No. I, like, I know it's a random bit of sneaker trivia tidbits that we always, like, bring up, but I like yeah. I randomly tweeted out the photos of the Anthony Hamilton. Oh, that's... <laughs> excuse my language. That shit went off. It did. I saw... How many... Excuse my it has, language. It has, like, 900 quote tweets on Bro. it. Bro. I, I and, saw the, hey, the views. It said, like, three milli. I was like, damn. Anthony Hamilton himself... Saw the tweet. It says, if you want to talk about it, I'm game. But tell the story. Gmo responded. Tell G the story. Gmo Wong, who used to work at Jordan Brand but, and helped design a lot of the product. Yeah, and you always product, bring up that. Collabs. Yes. Yeah. You always bring up that Anthony Hamilton has 1 to 23 P's. Yeah. We have exclusives. someone coming up on FSR who has some P's that are classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but 1 to 23 he had said PEs, that, he his had said own that, PEs. You always bring it up. It's a little wealthy fun fact, but but <laughs> no, yeah, I know. But you do bring it up a lot. G but Gmo had said that he was at Jordan Brand and they had some sort of marketing competition mm -hmm. with Mello, Kawhi. I forget who the other athletes were, but mm -hmm. should I read it? Yeah, you. you okay. should, I think Find you should read tweet. exactly yeah. as long as we're reading. It's a weekly read Welty's tweets. So well, you're actually laptop. reading a Gmo Wong tweet. You're not reading a Matt Welty tweet. <laughs> read the Matt Welty okay. tweet too. We need Gmo on here. Gmo, come on! I see I you on Twitter. I see like, you on Twitter with the takes. We you don't, don't have much to say. Spot, you were... We love it. Welcome. Come on. Sorry, we're I'm the... like <laughs> one to one talking right over you. I know. <laughs> um, hold on. Let me just find this. Let me go to your your tweet. You don't have. Even though you've been tweeting a lot. All right, you've been, you've been tweeting a lot, okay? I see, but let me see. Let me Try dig to through. Test out just, that new algorithm. Yeah, just stand by, stand by. There's the Jake Paul. Okay, here we go. True story of how. All right, backstory from Gmo Wong. Mm -hmm. Me, him, Mello, Kawhi, and a couple other Jordan athletes, female track star in parentheses, were on an offsite where all the athletes' ambassadors were grouped up against each other to come up with a marketing campaign. My team won, and they all got to design their own 1 to 23 Jordan models. Crazy. That is crazy. But so Anthony Hamilton, who... He's also holding the eights like it's a... a <laughs> Simba, yeah. All of his yeah. shoes, for those who, for those who can't, you can't listen, all of his shoes are brown mm -hmm. with gum sole. All, every single one, and everyone's like, that's the most Anthony Hamilton thing yeah. you would ever see. Everyone's like, oh, the Charlene 11s go crazy, uh, <laughs> the, the collard green ones, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Listen. I have to say, I would be so stressed out what a gift and a curse if you won the prize of designing your own Air Jordans 1 to 23. I don't know if I'm ready for that pressure, that burden. 
You ready? Oh, you oh, it You're looking at it. <laughs> you're looking at it, right? Stand up out of his little, chair. You know, Turn maybe, the video on yeah, if you're listening. Maybe the eights, I throw a little red. Uh, we'll what's, see. What's a triple black Air Jordan that they haven't done yet that you really want to see? Can we Tri- get you in the murdered out eights? That's, eights, a, that's well, a dangerous the, shoe. That's the eights da- was a big finish line shoe with the, the chrome tri- eights. No, the but black triple chrome. black Jordan eights, that's a dangerous Flooded. shoe. What about a suede 11? Black suede 11? There were some samples like that floating yeah. around at one point. A heavy black suede 11? Black no soul? You don't want to shine on them? Uh, My barber maybe. Benny told me we were born to shine. Uh, maybe patent, but it's so tough for me because like three, four, five. Mm. Six? Is there an all black six? There's no all black six, right? No. Black like and silver the, the sixes black and chrome. I loved. Yeah. I loved the black and silver. Or DMP lows. sixes. Also, fun fact, even though I didn't I don't wear white, the white in Carolina six lows, another one that I bought that never there was a time where I was buying both colorways of every release. White, French, blue, fabulous had it on in the video. Of course. Uh with the jersey. I Got bought them those. From Master. Yep. I bought those and I never wore. And the white Carolina blue six lows, big finish line shoe. And the black and silver lows I wore forever. Forever. But also didn't realize, too, like one of the tidbits that I found out, and I don't know if this is the exact connection, mm-hmm. Anthony Hamilton from Charlotte, North Carolina. There we so go. So I'm like a Michael Jordan R&B fan. I'm like, oh, all the pieces are starting to. Yeah. Very talented. Very talented. No. You saw what he did on Y. Goats in their respective. You saw what he did on Y. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, okay. I, All right. I almost He's missed been the talking a lot. Joe okay. was pointing to me. I almost Wait, missed I think, the cue. Re- I think it would be the yin and the yang <laughs> okay, if, you guys, if you guys did one to 23 collections. Because I have a feeling you would do triple black. But I could picture Brendan Dunn. One to twenty-three, like all white leather shoes, really Reebok style. Yeah. Speaking about some, Reebok, some leather. wait, hold on. Maybe I, we gum, gotta... all white with gum sole. One to twenty-three. Listen, I'm Whoa. not mad at it. What? If, I mean, sorry. We got to get back to the these fours though. There's so many things I want to talk about. Yeah, because like no, there was rumors that the black cat. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, oh. we got to know what Welty's making his Jordans one to twenty-three look like. Yeah, I, that I, I have no idea. No, just no. The, the head's just exploding in the in the kitchen. I actually, I actually <laughs> do like the like the brown shoes with a gum sole. That's yeah. like right up my alley. So yeah. when people are like, "Oh, these are some old like unk looking shoes." That was kind of like you know the comments. I'm like, I can get down with it. You, you like them? Yeah. Okay. Um, where where so were we? Let's get all the way back to listen. There was tons of rumors that Black Cat uh, four SBs were coming out. They Proved to be wear tested samples, right? Yeah, Is that what? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you, you never wavered. Never did you ever? Did you ever think you had maybe bad sources? Like, nope. Because I got added a lot over this weekend. Like JLP is going to be disappointed, but everybody's fallible. You know, it was yeah. possible, but we felt good about it. We stood by it. I don't know. Hopefully, there's not some clip somebody can dig out of this podcast where I was like, eh, maybe, maybe mm. we, you know. But I I, we so. felt good about it. Just like everyone running with the with the Yeezy. News over the weekend from... We'll talk about that a little bit, too. <laughs> Do we, we like these, though, right? Um, white, pine, green, SBA Jordan 4. Like it looks it. like a military blue Jordan 4, yep. but it's green. It also, it also kind of looks to me like a shoe that, like, during the peak SB era, okay. you would have just walked into a skate shop and you wouldn't have seen a Jordan 4, but, like, somehow that just, like, was something I would see on the shelf. Uh, help me understand that. Like, you mean 2005, you feel like this is a type of shoe that would fit in Nike SB's product assortment from then? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Maybe n- maybe not like an SB itself. Mm-hmm. Not Sorry, not an SB Dunk itself. Okay. But some sort of like team edition shoe. I could picture that white green with the gum sole just sitting on the... Do you have a soft spot for the Air Jordan 4? Because one of the, one of the only other Jordans that I remember you outwardly appreciating, well, he's not an Air Jordan hater. Well, That's fake yeah. news. It was the Union Air Jordan 4, the Guava pair. I, I like love that those. Shoe. I yeah. love that shoe. Um, and now I'm hearing that you kind of appreciate the SB or Jordan Fort. Well, to me, so this is a lot of what it is. And I don't think people understand it, is that I just don't like wearing high top shoes. Mm-hmm. It's more of a mid, right? Yes. But I don't like wearing high top shoes, like unless it's like some sort of like hiking boot-ish yeah. situation. The bean boots maybe? Yeah. But, but I mean, high top sneaker. Okay. Like. Flat sold, yeah. super high top. I don't. I just don't feel comfortable walking around in it. I don't even really like wearing dunk highs. Like I used to wear them younger, but dunk lows. I'd much rather wear dunk. You gotta low. put in the photo of wealthy, young oh, yeah. wealthy with yep. the dunks yeah. in his hand. Classic one. So for me, it's like a four. Uh, it feels in the in the soles, not like a Jordan one. Yeah. 
Like a Jordan 1 to me, even though I know it's an iconic shoe and I appreciate it for everything it is, mm. I wrote the Jordan 1. People were surprised. I wrote the Jordan 1 blurb on the 50 best Nikes. Mm. People asked if I got in trouble at work and that was a punishment. <laughs> 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 but just that combo of super high top, flat sole. Yeah. Don't like it. Jordan 1 lows, I like that shoe. And Jordan 4s? It's okay. Can I quote Fat Joe? Yes. It's a fucking four, man. Endless, yeah. endless, endless summer fours? Endless summer fours. If you know, you know. Some, um, some fans know. Well, speaking of knowing, uh, we did put out the info there, too. If you missed it, uh, Skate Shops are going to get the Jordan 4 SB first on 317, and then Jordan accounts getting them afterward on 321, from what I know. Also, a little tidbit. Here's a fun fact for you. Okay. Tie it all together a little bit. Yep, let's tie it. Did you know the late Sandy Bodecker, who created Nike SB was a developer on the original Air Jordan 4. I didn't know that. Isn't that special? Wow. Did not know that. It all makes sense. Easter egg. That's, that's, that that's, that's what a, you come to the Complex Sneakers podcast for. It's a knowledge dart. Should we um, talk about the shoes we have on yep, feet? Since we, we talk about fours a little bit, this and that. Yeah. I think everybody is, has described theirs except mine. So maybe I'll start us off here. Reebok Classic Leather 1983 TB. Uh, I'm feeling like the 2018 Brendan Dunn oh, right here. Wow. If I can refer to myself in okay. third person. I'm not sure what else comes with that but <laughs> no comment <laughs> I gotta, i'd have to think i'd have to think like i said this whole podcast black cat jordan four they know the face they know the name <laughs> i feel i feel conflicted. <laughs> you better come up with a cool tagline when you introduce your shoes i feel conf- i don't know i feel conflicted wearing these it's just like uh Are those on ds i wore these once oh, oh they look crispy yeah, I wore, no, I wore them uh, on a show once for full oh, size, mm-hmm. but 550s, not a bad shoe. I just feel weird. Like we're saying, it's one of those sneakers like of the moment where you see everyone who's not invested in being a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of just a lot of 550s out in the Comes world. Comes with some baggage. I don't, I don't, I don't hate no. the 550 at all. It's just no. it's, it's a ubiquitous shoe at this point. Yeah, Ame Leondor. That is an Ame collab? Yeah. I lost track of them, to be honest. Huh. Got them before they came out, so. Hey, Shout okay. Out. <laughs> there's there's a tagline. Uh, I do want to talk Yeezy, but also I know this is important, and it was briefly referenced. Do you guys want to talk about Logan Paul's fight? Not Logan Paul. Jake Paul. Excuse Jake me. Paul. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Do you, it's not important to me. I just feel like. Give it two seconds. No, I thought it was. Uh, I thought the production was not great. It was awful. The production was not great. <laughs> It's, you know, I, I described it. I'm going to order those fights every single time. How every much single do they cost? Time. Uh, I think it was $50. Every single Can I time. Come over? Absolutely. Do you know what it cost me? He's been there. He's a queen before. You, you were sick. Uh, well, yeah, you did the. Li- <laughs> you, you pirated the thing? I don't pirate things. It just. Listen. Just what? I don't know. I just, <laughs> just watched it on my computer. I have a question, though. <laughs> I have a question. First, yeah. first day of snowfall, I think, was today. Yeah. What precautions are we doing around the building? As you oh, we laid, we, we laid, <laughs> we, okay. I'm going to snowfall like Teddy. Yeah. We laid out we laid out salt. No Santas. Last night. Melted all the snow. Was able to go to the gym this morning, get a workout in, and didn't have to worry about shoveling the snow and being late to the first uh, shoot we had And today. I'm sure like the residents were happy about <laughs> yeah. that. Did they yep. say anything? <laughs> no one said anything. <laughs> the community anything. board good meeting, jo- they're going to be Maddie. singing your praises. They didn't yeah. do it on the, no? I have yeah. to say, isn't that a terrible sound to wake up to that scraping of the shovel on the sidewalk oh it's it's like it's like yeah yeah uh anything else on jake paul's fight no he tweeted was was just good to kind of see the hype train die down a little bit what what do you know what the footwear was we leave that to Ariel Hawani. He'll go. And he has a. T- he has he Ariel Hawani has a whole thing. They, they were watched. saying. They were saying. He Ariel Hawani should have been the ref for the. Oh, for the fight. Oh, Ariel Hawani has a whole take. Uh, I think it's like where Jake Paul goes from here. Fifty-five minutes. I started watching it uh, last night, but yeah, there's talks in Nate Diaz. But you also speaking of uh, combat sports, John Jones on the yes, yep, John Jones on the new episode of Sneaker Shopping. Go see that. You know, we've been trying to get him for a while. Uh, big fight this weekend. Yeah. We'll see. Look at this Pandora's box that I you, opened. Yeah, you did it. You do, did it. Do you think there's any uh, possibility of one day getting Tyson Fury? Yes. Of I'm, course. I'm, that'd be awesome. And Connor. I think I know who Tyson Fury is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's Connor only one Tyson Fury. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Little Anthony Hamilton himself. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeezy and Adidas. Should we talk about this? Okay. Briefly? So what's where are we? I know that people keep asking yes, me that. Where this are we at is, with it? From what I saw online, and Brennan, just sort of this like a like a layman's kind of view, not digging mm -hmm. too deep into it, is that people are saying that Adidas is sitting on five hundred million dollars worth of unsold Yeezys, and they yeah. supposedly struck a deal with Kanye to sell them. Okay. Adidas is sitting on a ton of Yeezy product. Yes, $500 million worth of Yeezy product. We know that for sure. The extent to which they have reached some type of deal with Yeezy, yay, to release this stuff, to me, I am still skeptical. And this has reached the point where it's getting to that pop culture level because I keep getting people who aren't that into sneakers hitting me up and being like, is any of this remotely true? I mean... I have to feel on some level like Adidas would have moved to shut this down if it weren't true at all. Mm, Although sometimes I feel like the things that Adidas does and their decisions are totally inscrutable. I've said it before on this podcast that a few people told me that it was legit or that there was some legitimacy like to rumblings them the... reapproaching him. And I feel like I'm just regurgitating what we said on here a couple yeah. weeks ago, but I don't have any new news on it. I do think it's weird to imagine that they would have to re-engage with him because when this all fell apart, they kind of said, we own the rights to all this stuff, so why do you even need to strike a well, deal with him to sell it? I think where it got maybe a little convoluted this weekend, and I don't know if it's true or not, my money is saying if you had to put a $100 bet on it or something, mm -hmm. is that they have not signed a contract yeah. to re-release shoes. But you got a bunch of kind of like, that looked legit, but like, aren't legit at all Instagram accounts, like at wealth, like putting out there that they have reports that what, hmm. you know, that, and they're like, what, what even is this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, oh, we have X amount of million Instagram followers and we published it, but you're like, dude, you're not like a real news organization. Yeah. And I think that these decisions around this stuff are happening at the highest level. And with all due respect to the people posting it, I still haven't seen any credible sources really confirm this. That's, and yeah, just kicking around all this like we don't have any new information on it. You know, I wish we did. I, I hope somebody does publish some some something more substantial. I think one of the best stories I've seen so far was from the Washington Post, where they were looking at and this, there was no new information in this, but just what would Adidas potentially do? And this is something I brought up on here a couple of weeks ago with all this product. Do you sell it? Do you have to strike a new deal? Do you destroy it? Which is a you know a terrible crime against the environment, not a lot of good options. You know, I'm totally comfortable saying, I don't know what's going on with this thing. I, I hope we can get some more clarity on it soon. I don't have anything. How many, not even to do the math on it, you say $500 million worth of product. Yeah. How many shoes is that? Oh, man. I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's calculated at wholesale or retail or what. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we'll see some form of Yeezys in the market somewhere down the line, whether it's without the branding or whether they're continuing to make the stuff or whether they just flood it out at a TJ Maxx or something this is like the that. Total exact, like when you hear like, oh, you know, there's a lot of smoke around this. There's a lot of smoke. What's going on is like there's a lot of smoke of, around what's happening and like it just keeps bubbling up. I, I feel like we get like. A new thing every few days that this is actually going to happen. But we've also seen in the past too, just like via our relationship with this industry, where like Kanye, Yeezy, the whole PR team are kind of masters of trying to like plant seeds to mm -hmm. further his own wants and desires within his business. I agree, rumblings. but and this is pure speculation. You know, let's put the big like mm -hmm. tag on all this, but it feels like he maybe doesn't have quite that structure around him anymore. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know if it's as uh, calculated as it once would have been that there's this rumor out there that they're signing a new deal with him. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. You know what we do know for sure? One of the biggest sneakers of the year is right around the corner, at least for me personally. It's a white shoe. I know what it is. White cement threes. Air Jordan 3 reimagined with the Nike Air on the back. These are actually also in the rear view a little bit because they just did that surprise launch on the sneakers app. I suspect neither of you tried to participate. I have it, it was a shock ones, drop. But by the time it was already happening, like in my group chat, it was like, yo, you should just, you just shock drop. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know. You do have a group chat that's that active around this stuff where you guys will text each other if there's a shock drop on sneakers? Yeah. But you're not clicking in? No. You try sometimes. Yeah, once in a while. But, eh, you yeah. know, I mean, we were doing other stuff. I think I think we were at work that day, when in the middle of the day when it happened. Yeah. Just, I just remember the... You know, if you sign up for push notifications on sneakers, you get so much bullshit. And 
90% of the time, in my experience, looking at whatever thing sneakers is trying to tell me is not going to be worth it. And usually I would just, you know, glance over real quick and clear it out from my notification center. But I did actually look and I was like, oh my God, I, I want the shoe. I, I'm happy to pay for the shoe retail price as soon as I can. And so I was furiously clicking through on the sneakers app and we know how the story goes. Any guesses? Got an L. Got an L. Did not get the Air Jordan 3. There also no. was some sort of like weird moment where people were like waiting for confirmation on the shoes. I think a lot of people got that. They didn't get the L right away. But uh, I mean, it took me a long time. Yeah. My, my thing was like I was waiting in line for quite some time. Uh, these are coming out on March 11th. But I, I, I'd like a pair. You know, yeah. I'd wear them. Why didn't you click on the, the thing? I have the sneakers app. I don't have I don't have notification. I, I got the notification like five minutes after it happened. Not yeah. notification, but my head hurt out. This is a shoe you can't pass up. Yeah. I have the one from um, several years ago. The I know we've been here before. The what clear year? sole or the the, the eighty eight. Has the one Nike Air it. on the back. Eighty eight yeah. threes. What year was that? Twenty twenty thirteen. Okay. That yeah. was a Nike exclusive, I think. That was that was peak twenty uh, third street office era like <laughs> you look worried about what he's gonna bring up right no, now i'm just saying that shoe like it just remind me that's like old yeah. school complex yep. like yeah. the cement box right yeah had to be the black the i black. don't know i didn't yeah. have them. i think I never so. got to touch the product sneaker box to clyde russ like that nick angle like russ. that whole era russ uh telling a lot of great stories on his instagram yeah, why don't you come tell those stories on the complex I sneakers tried, podcast i tried maybe ride your bike, mind, ride your bike to midtown russ yeah joe will you will you get these no no because there's just no chance you would wear them. Not going to get these. What if you? What, what was there a shoe that? I, oh, I have another. Go ahead. What if you were to do the whole like dyeing it? Wouldn't that no. be pretty nice? Pre-aged. No. no, I will do. You know, Let I have. Let the paint a sunset across the upper. I have professionals dye my shoes, and they're usually Air Max 95s. <laughs> if you just Lorenz. indigo indigo dyed. Ooh. I don't know. On a white leather three is not my thing. No. I think that would look pretty nice. Maybe, but I don't know. White leather dye <laughs> is not the thing to me. What's the thing? So, Kato? so what I was saying is like so when I have to like you know, sometimes I have that thing you know that we just talked about the pine green four where like I'm not into it. And then you know because it's a white shoe. Yeah, you look at it a few more times. Oh, I need yep. this. Like some things I I dead set like no, I do not need this shoe. I'm not going after it. Love these obviously the historical value mm -hmm. of the uh, Jordan free throw Jordan line. of course, but um it's just a shoe that I have to just like breeze over and another shoe that I have to breeze over that's topical. The Supreme Air Bacons. Yeah, I'm, I'm not here. into one. One you <laughs> I'm doing more than breezing over them. One you immediately even. take me out because it's all white, but yeah. the other colorway not my favorite. And plus, I have the the ones from the the, the red ones. I just wish the OG that colorway. Yeah, I just wish that. I don't know. But just to just to tie in, uh, a a bow in the the last one. It's like put a pin did, in it. Yeah, put a pin in it. I don't. I don't. Know, that whole. Uh, I'll tie a bow. Same thing. Whatever. The, whole, the, whole, the, whole, yeah. the whole fake corporate talk of oh. people who do meetings for put a, a pin is yeah. more corporate than tie a bow, right? Uh, I, yeah, I don't. No, I'm saying I don't know all all those. Okay. Sayings. Man of the people. Yep. The most recent retro of the white cement threes had like that clear sole with the Boo. free with yeah. the free throw line through the sole on it. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's where some of the audience that was maybe their first introduction to the shoe. Remember you know? those, but yeah, these Air Bacons. I don't know, man. You know what? What, 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 what is your group chat saying? No, so it reminds me. I remember working at Foot Locker when the Air Bacon got retroed for the first time in two thousand and seven, maybe mm -hmm. or two thousand eight. One of the two uh, around that era, and the store that I worked at. This was, um, I think, Aster had alluded to this, mm -hmm. where it was like. Not all product got distributed to different like neighborhoods and whatnot, and they kept it very central in mm -hmm. that in that period. So it's like we didn't get a lot of retro product because uh, I was working in a suburban mall at the time. Yeah, and for whatever reason, our old manager had used to work in Boston, and he got all the shoes like transferred to our store. So when the bacon's came out, he got the bacon's transferred to our store. They from, weren't supposed a, to have them. No, no, no. But he a had a bunch he, of pair, or just for him? No, like a, like a like maybe like eight pairs or something like that. Wow. He got like he not didn't even, get a not full even a full size run. Not even get a full size <laughs> run. But we had gotten the black ones, like just a few pairs. Mm -hmm. But we also had gotten the there was a white, navy and orange pair. Yeah. That you remember came those? Out. Did that was that in the Stussy lookbook recently? 
Um, oh, the old pair of bacons that they put in the lookbook. Yeah. People so. for a second were like, oh, is this a Stussy bacon collab? Yes. These were in the um, lookbook. Uh, it's all tied together. Yeah, yeah, but that shoe, it came out That's at the same time. And I remember getting those in the store. And for whatever reason, seeing the new uh, Supreme Bacons, and yeah. somehow like it has like that weird wonky colorway on it, yeah. it kind of takes me, I don't know why it takes me back to that shoe. Mm. I bought the bacons back just in time. <laughs> feel like yeah, you had it. Yeah, I had it occur a little bit. And, right? for, and for those who and don't know, because we want to inform people, yes. right? Because it's maybe we take it as oh, everyone knows this, and we don't put it out into the world. Yeah, Air Bacon when it first came out was worn by Tim Hardaway <laughs> in the NBA. He used to cook the Knicks. So the oh. controversy behind that shoe was Nike had the air symbol on the yes. back of the shoe. And it was called Bacon. It was supposed to look like flames, mm-hmm. and yes. it was on fire. Mm-hmm. But if you looked at it away, people yeah. thought it said Allah. Yes. So there was like a huge controversy. Yeah. People still at me like, are those the ones with the Allah on the back? And yeah, you had to change the logo. They're not. They're not. And. Uh, I meant to say brought the bacons back out, not brought them back. Humble, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the, that's the yeah important history around the, that sneaker. The cultural reference yeah. behind that shoe. So done. You're not into them. No, I, I I wouldn't wear the air bacon. It doesn't a, not a shoe that would look right on my feet. But the group back in the day was Care, the Council on Islamic Relations. I think they had kind of helped raise the issue with Nike of them feeling mm. like this logo, air and flames, look like the Arabic word for Allah. And yeah, the, the shoes don't come with that on the retro version. We'll probably never see that logo again. Yeah. Supreme Air Bacon, so... Yeah, not not my favorites. Gonna no. pass those. Gonna pass on those. Far from my favorites. Welty, you mentioned um, you mentioned Neighborhood. Here's a seg for you. And uh, I want to take you to Nike's Neighborhood Retailers. Okay. And, their, and their marketplace partners in general across North America. You could see a little scoop on this on Complex this week, but I oh, yes. got access to Nike's slightly updated February 2023 North America product launch policy. And this is an interesting one because these are the exact rules that Nike has set for retailers in terms of how they can release shoes. So they differentiate between high heat product and general releases and what they're supposed to do There's with some certain shoes. Bits in there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of this stuff isn't particularly new, but it's the first time I've seen it really like spelled out. Some of the craziest uh, little tidbits, and I want you to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I that I found uh, reading it was that so Nike says that you can't use the shoes for charity yeah you can only tie the sneakers to a charity if you have prior approval from nike and you can and you can't use them around it was charities in giveaways what right. is that you mean buying in bulk no so the idea Explain. of oh. saying hey we're doing uh this this could just be a total example say hey yeah. we're doing a a charity to help the earthquake victims in Syria, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now. So instead of like, instead of being like, hey, we're going to donate money. And if you donate $500, you get a pair of Air Jordan 11s, right? right. Or you buy a raffle ticket and we're going to raise money for this charity. And every raffle ticket that you buy qualifies you in a drawing to get a pair of hmm. white cement Jordan 3s. Yeah. You can't do that without the prior All the proceeds are going consent to the, from okay. Nike. Yeah, this is part of a, a section on here. And again, this is broken down in full detail on complex.com. Go read that. But there's a prohibition section where it says, yeah, you retailers can't charge for drawing entries. So like if you're releasing a high heat launch product at your store, you can't sell a raffle ticket to it, nor can you unless Nike consents to it have it tied to a charitable thing also like one of the interesting things too is i think they're trying to push out the integration of apps like copdate who help facilitate these things for stores where like if i'm a sneaker store and i have a limited edition shoe dropping i might host the launch on this app copdate to help create a drawing wasn't wasn't copdate always like uh like a dumpster fire i feel like every release that happened on that there was always issues people had a lot of questions about copdate i think the I feel like the biggest one that was a disaster in recent-ish era was the Skunk Dunk 2.0 that was hosted on CopDate, and that was just... Yeah, I think one of the other things, too, is on CopDate, if you're a retailer, you can allow people to boost their entries where they're paying to have a slightly better chance I think, to have their sneakers I think the Huff Dunks, too, selected. also recently went through yeah, CopDate. But basically, that's part of it, is you, you can't involved these third-party places you can only sell on the approved platforms one of the other parts i found interesting given my own history in retail was that nike set they you know there's always release date standards but Mm. they set time standards yeah the embargo the marketing embargo around when you're allowed to talk about these shoes and again a lot of this stuff is no 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 no, not i thought on the on the release date it said the shoe can't be released before and i forget like what oh yes 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 the exact timing yes i'm sorry Um, yeah 
on release day. Basically, they line it up with sneakers apps. So, like, the shoe shouldn't be released before 10 a.m. Eastern or 7 a.m. Oh, Pacific. There it. was a time period where this is, like, 2011, 2012, mm -hmm. where we had, like, an arms race to see who could release the shoes first in the mall. Yes. And the customers got mad about it, but we do, like, a 4 or 5 a.m., Release to get times. to get ahead of the next store. A lot of times. Oh, you're dropping them at 8? We'll do 7.30. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah a lot, and, that used to happen back in the day a lot. And then I mentioned this. There's this distinction made in here between general release product. I think we all kind of understand what general release is. Like it's coveted, but it's not super limited versus high heat product, which is like the collabs or Travis Scott Jordan or things that are... Jordan 11. Yeah. Harder. Well, I think Jordan 11 would probably be more I, general release. I, but I, I, I don't know. I would yeah. guess that... Uh, Cherry 11 would be considered high heat. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. But Nike has distinctions around these types of shoes and what you can do with them. So if it's a general release product, um, you can do a first come, first serve, come line up at the store. If it's a high heat product, according to Nike's North America launch policy, the store has to work toward having... Uh, a drawing, a, a raffle type situation. Unless there's some preferred. sort of circumstance that doesn't allow them to. Yeah, but they make it clear in the launch policy, like that first come, first serve for high heat product, the, the top tier stuff shouldn't be a thing, which Who? I think is kind of a bummer. We were talking to uh, Matt from corporate. Yeah, where he think he thought that that was the future or yeah, wants that to be the future. first come, first serve. But mm -hmm. Nike's kind of saying like, you shouldn't do first come, first serve on high heat product unless you absolutely have to. It's also guidelines around like, um, the high-heat product, you can only do one per customer. Um, they have looser guidelines around general release product, but it's like it should be limited or like it should be limited in a way that you are deterring resellers to some extent. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a super interesting document. Like I said, it's not like groundbreaking or like a crazy Subtle scoop. Subtle changes but... that will make a pretty big difference potentially. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll see how much the landscape changes. Also, uh, an interesting part about product security, like the, the shoes have to be oh, stored in a place where you have... Security uh, cameras, yeah, or like an alarm system or things like that. I mean, and I think that this policy speaks a lot to, and it's something we've alluded to on here, the lengths that people have to go to to release limited edition I th shoes. I think we had that at Foot Locker back in the day. Not every store had it, but certain stores kind of had like a shoes would be locked up out back. Was that the case? At no. Finish line, Joe? No. We would have them in boxes. Cameras in the in the stock room, obviously. But yeah, yeah. Never locked out back. I don't really. Think. Like part of this is that only specific people should have access to shoes. Like only the employees for the store and their contractors. Like or, or, or the super janky version of it. I remember. So you would take um. So you're out back in the stock room, mm. and there would always this is be that for locker. Yeah, and you know there'd always be like that one uh the one that maybe was like kid sizes in the corner where there's two aisles and there's like just like a in the corner and there's like a little alleyway in between it. Yeah, you, had, you, you put could, it on the side. Yeah, but you could <laughs> climb up. Remember you could climb yeah. up on th whoa, through whoa. it because they were so close. They were so close. Um, but yeah. I'm wait, you're scaling the shelves? Yeah, you'd put like one foot on one side like to get Mario up to the top. The and because even because a, yeah, a lot yeah. of them had the sliding Dangerous. ladder, but sometimes you'd be like the slide ladder. You'd be yeah. rushing to get the shoes to someone, and you're like. Crap! There's uh, some of the small uh, corners didn't have the slide yeah. ladder. You'd have to go and get a ladder and put it over there. So you say, "Screw it! I'm going to jump up and yeah. mm -hmm. climb in the back." But you would put the shoes in that corner and then take duct tape and like cross it off like a cr like a quarantined area, a crime scene. We and, never like, did that. It this was is like, for the COVID it was, like, stuff. It's like yeah, or, like Jordan 11's like, do not touch until <laughs> this is this. I love this little. Detail in here, by the way, Wealthy rushing yeah. to get the product because this is the best example we've heard yet of him being really on top of the customer service exactly. in retail was, yeah. days. Look at you. <laughs> I was scaling the so walls to get the, the customer. I was, oh, <laughs> don't ask for an insult, but he'll my, get no, no. He'll my, get my definition of customer service Interesting. is getting someone the product they want and getting it to them fast and making the purchase as seamless as possible. Mm -hmm. It's not showing them 17 different pairs of shoes yeah. and trying to upsell them on something that they don't want. Someone comes in, I'm going to run to that back and get that Air Max 90 in a size 11 three times faster than the person who's going to sell you socks and insoles, mm -hmm. and you're going to be in and out of that store. What do you want more? All the extra BS and, and you know what? corporate wants and me you to know push what? on you. I'm not worried about and that. you know what? I'm making more sales and more commission than you. 
because oh, I'm faster. selling because I'm selling more sneakers all day. So oh, interesting. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. You have a little bass in your voice. That sounds like a little challenge, and maybe one day we'll pull up to a mall and see who could outsell. Oh my God, I would yeah. love that as a as an in store activation. Yeah. Yo, for sell off. Hold on, some sponsor could come in for the complex sneakers. Put it podcast, out there, and he we sound, can we can listen. have you guys in disguises. You yeah. know. Uh, with some hidden cameras and stuff at a big box store. We could go yeah. to JD Sports right here in Times Square. We could go, to Foot we could go listen, we could go wherever. You know, we could his, go all around the his world. camera's right there, but it felt like it was a little directed to me just now. We'll see. Were you, we'll cha- see. Were you challenging, Joe? No, I was just saying to okay. everyone. General. To the world. Okay, but well, that would be fun. On a Saturday morning, pull up, work a boat like I used to, t- uh, uh, 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. to 11. Yeah, 9 a.m. to. 10:30 p.m. Yeah, yeah. That's you had 9 a.m. Usually you'd have the morning or night shift. Yep, okay. used to do like Monday, working Monday double. 10 to 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday 10 to 5 complex in the city, 9 to 6 or whatever with the commute. Wednesday 10 to 10 boat, which and then Thursday back at complex interning and then Friday I think it was 10 to 5. Saturday 1 to 10. We don't have to go through it, but a boat. <laughs> Listen, a boat. You had the three. Yeah. Yeah. It was just Open like the clothes and yeah, dude. Titanic. Nine a.m. <laughs> Nine a.m. Worst thing to ever. like, uh, and especially if it was busy and there were holes in the wall, and it like you're. That about, sounds like the Titanic. Dude. Well, you're about to dude, close. Ho- holes, holes in the wall. Holes in the wall. So Hold listen, done. Listen, missing a hole in the wall. Forget stop, it. Stop, stop, stop. So stop. the plan, the plan Back if way you, up. Okay. What is a hole in the wall? sneaker wall, right? The displays. If you sell the shoe off the wall, you're supposed to immediately replace it when it's busy, though, and you know, like he said, he's. Trying to get as many or, shoes as or possible. Or you sell the last, you sell the last yes. shoe, so there's no more. Uh, and you don't have that to, skew. You don't have that exactly. skew anymore, so you have to replace it. You're supposed to tag if it's on sale. You have to take the sale tag out. But when it gets busy, there was a lot of holes yeah. in the wall. So at closing, one of the, the biggest tasks it would be like, who's on the men's wall? Who's on the women's wall? Who's on the kids' wall? Filling the holes. And we would look back in the store. You, and have, be to, like, you have to oh. reprint. You have to reprint the skew from the system or whatever. And Foot Locker back in the day, I don't think Finish Line had to do it. You had, you had to bar lace the shoes. No bar lace. Bar lace. We didn't do that. Yeah. Why are we, we didn't bar lacing Because they thought, the it, looked, they thought it looked whatever. And oh. it was the most annoying thing ever because a customer would know it was a it was a You'd always try to hide sometimes that it, you try to be slick out back and like try to take the display shoe and then switch the switch it out to another one and already have the one ready to go so you could stuff because I mean, if you if you went up to a yeah, customer yeah. or like a particular say a sneakerhead customer at the mm-hmm. time, which were few and far in between, mm-hmm. but you got to sell them like a Jordan Retro and it's the one on the wall. Yes, they don't want that. Yeah, so you're like, how the heck am I going to get this off on them? Sometimes I would so take ten percent off. You would know, no, but you would know in your head. You're like, wait, I know this is the last one. I'm going to take this shoe out back. Mm-hmm. Put it in the box and then replace oh. the one on the wall and then bring it out. Wait. So I don't understand. I'm okay, so no. listen. So he, so say someone asked. I'm the, sorry. Okay, I, I got it. I got it. The Jordan Three White Cement that's coming out, right? Yeah. You're a size yeah, now nine. You're speaking my language. Yeah, I'm you're a, a size. We saw okay. granite device. Okay, you're yeah. a si- you're a size ten. The they're all there is a size ten left. But you already knew it going out back. So you asked, the last can I get a ten wall. in the white cement? He would sneakly, if he knew the ten was on the wall, take it. Take it off. <laughs> Replace it, it with an eleven, and then put the ten in the box. And come out here, Mister Dunn. Here, Mister Dunn. Here's your your reimagined white cement three. <laughs> Didn't you just tell us about how you yeah, no, you it, were always cutting around the bullshit yeah, to get it, them exactly. exactly what they wanted? But hold on, getting back to the wall though on hey, Saturdays. That's, effic- that's efficiency. I already filled the hole. <laughs> getting back to the wall though on Saturdays, the kids' wall. Saturdays, the, the kids' parents, wall's a disaster. Why? So. Because you didn't have as many kids selling, shoes to begin with. There's tissue paper all over, so it's 8.30, right? It's 8.30. You were, you got the there at You're 9 o'clock. Yes, you got there at 9 o'clock for a boat. Some people called it a stretch. We called it a boat. Yeah, we called I it also a boat remember. I also remember I would reward myself on those days. Orange Julius? No. Friendly's Boneless Tenders. Buffalo spicy boneless tenders. That <laughs> the was the look lunch. in your eyes, the I was, gleam yeah, right now. Because I may We're go back. I may go back one day. They for don't us, have friendlies. Listen. For us, it was always a... Uh, Sarku, double the meat. Amazing. Yeah, you feeling froggy, <laughs> double the meat. They put the two toothpicks in. Yeah, that was a treat for the, but you had to find your ways to reward yourself. But it's like 8.30, the mall closes at 9.30 mm-hmm. and you're just looking at the wall. And if there was like but, holes, bro, you were there for so long. Unless God, you, God forbid you forgot to fill one of the, say you're the assistant manager 
and you're not opening up the next day and the store manager is opening the next day and you forget a hole in the shoe wall, yep. you are getting an angry text message at me 8 just, o'clock in the morning. Me just flipping the T-Mobile sidekick. Who did the wall last night? 905. <laughs> you were okay? calling people out? I was a manager. You had to do it. Listen, who did? There was three holes. What's what an happened? unacceptable amount of time for there to be a hole in the wall? Five minutes is no, that? no. Five Wait, minutes no. is fine. You oh, could go through a whole Saturday when it's busy with holes not, on the wall. Yeah, but like, it's you know it's not great. But the whole the wall was the biggest task, and you, when you had employees who were like who took pride in it, it was like the best thing. Oh, we got so and so on the wall, and they like knew how to do it. And then when you didn't, you would do a wall check at night. And some of the shoes, right? Some of the shoes, the lazy. They would just put it, yeah. they would do this, right? Literally, what no tag, nothing. They would take it out of they, the box. They would, still, they yeah. would still have the no cardboard in it. Yeah. yeah, no stuffing. They just put it on and and like a finish line. Where we the, had to put the shoe forms in the shoe. Yeah, but they wouldn't do that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You would just, literally, you would go on, you would just check the thing and it would just be empty. No tags, nothing. If it was on sale, nothing. Also, I don't think I mentioned on this, RIP, the sneakers, the first Foot Locker I ever worked at, they closed it. Fox Run Mall, uh, Newington, New Hampshire. So that mall, like my parents, like they go there and they walk my niece around and whatnot. Okay. And there's like not a lot of uh, stores in there. Yeah. Um, the mall, the American mall is dying. Yeah. yeah. So Foot Locker, I think, I mean, a lot of retailers are just yeah. shuttering, whatever. And my parents went by and they were like, oh, you know, the Foot Locker used to work out when out of business. Man, they put, that, uh, sounds, that sounds really, I didn't know that there were such struggles. You know, the, you know, my college job, you know, I was cleaning a toilet at a card shop, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not great. What are you trying to say? <laughs> do you ever, do you he's, ever, try, he's trying to downplay the... the... No. Do, you, do you ever go back, Brendan, and kind of regret that... I, I remember we had Aster mm -hmm. on here uh, last week, and he said that, you know, Betsy Parker told him that, like, if you want to work in this industry, the most important thing you can do early on is get the... Experience. Working in a shoe store. Mm. Do you ever regret not doing it early on? I have so few regrets in my life. Okay. There's about three of them. Um, but I do wish I would have spent some time in sneaker retail and maybe, you know, maybe in the future, you know, what, what, maybe, maybe, what do you think you would be put my time in eventually stock room? I can't, tell. I could see him listen, looking listen, at listen, the listen. allocation number. I could see him. No, you guys do the salesman. I'm going to be in the allocation numbers in the stock room. I could see you maybe as a stock person. I can't comment on, on where okay. I should be in the store. You guys should let me know where you think I, I think, would play you know, the best you know role I think? on the team. Well, I, listen, if we do, if we do, you know. In store event. In store, I think. What Bre would he be? I th no, I that's that what I'm about, to, that's about to say. Okay, go. Brendan is definitely the on floor manager who's not concerned with uh, not concerned with selling. Who job is basically if something happens in the store, you're gonna be the guy who like breaks out the corporate uh, language or whatever and mm -hmm. explains to the customer, "Sorry, sir. According to our release date policy, we can't." We can't do this. Absolutely. If you have any issues with the way that we release sneakers in the store, here's a number you can Absolutely. call the corporate and contact. Listen, them. according to provision, the, according, to provision, 15, according, to provision wow. according to provision, according to provision, according to provision, fifteen point one is, is actually in my right. I have the launch policy yeah, right here. Exactly. On my phone. He just like a quarterback. He has the little wristband with all the plays and the provisions. What would I be? Uh. You would be the you'd be the go-to insole salesman on the floor. There's always that person on your knees. There's oh no, there's always the one guy. There's always the one guy or girl on the floor that would be like, there's the one person where you have to you have, you have to you have to mark down your accessories where you'd have the insoles, cleaner, yeah, socks, or whatever. That. But there'd be the one guy who had like 19 insoles, and you're like, how the heck did you get that many? And then, I think, what about our friend? Yeah, the obvious place, and maybe this is where we can end is. What esteemed position would yeah. you be holding in this place of business? Just like, uh, just like sales floor lead, like pushing people to go faster. Okay, you would be pushing me to sell insoles, right? <laughs> or just no, be like, yo, you got to go over there and talk to that person and get the shoe fast and yeah. come out with it. I thought he was just gonna say manager or something. Okay, no. branch manager. Did we you, need to do that. We need to pull up one day. Did you? What'd you call? So I still have dreams that sometimes I'm working back at a sneaker store. Uh, good yes. dreams or bad dreams? Uh, just 
like, oh, wow, I picked up a shift and like, I, I know I don't like anxiety. I don't know. Yeah. I don't need to do this, Dude, but like, I do have dreams. Like I picked up some shifts and I remember back in the day, I used to pick up back. Foot Locker would have like the DVD of like the songs that they would uh, play and it would yes. be like, it would be like yes. the, 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 the music that'd be yes. playing. It's on a DVD? Yeah, we had music videos. Oh, cool. And oh, we be, didn't, we had CDs. Oh, but, it but there was, would also yeah. be commercials and stuff too, but it would be like a three hour clip. Ooh, what if we got one of those DVDs? So it'd be, a, you have one of those DVDs. It would be a three hour clip of um, just the music or whatever. And I worked in New Hampshire. I don't know why, because suburban stores at the time, it was all European techno music. It was no like actual recognizable songs. Then when I went to like a more like uh, Massachusetts, yeah. uh, closer to Boston store. Big the, city store. Yeah, they'd be songs that you knew. Like at yeah. the time they're playing uh, uh, Kids in the Hall with Estelle. Yeah. Uh, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Common, common uh, that whole Finding Forever mm -hmm. era. But I would, you'd hear the three hours, you'd know what song was coming on next. 100%. That not, sounds not, like hell. That okay, sounds like okay, hell. Okay, so, but here's the thing. Not, we didn't have videos, but we would have, it would just be like, yeah, for weeks. And then, you know, in a span of three weeks, you would have to replace the play the CD with the playlist. But sometimes the, they wouldn't know, but sometimes they, the corporate would send it. You'd be waiting for it. And sometimes it'd be like, they'd forget to send you a new one. So you'd have the yeah. same CD for but two months. It was all this weird, <laughs> it was a lot of alternative music, but then mm. like, in two, you know. You couldn't just put on your own playlist? No. I used to do that once in a while, but you'd get like if someone walked in, you'd get in trouble. And I'd be the guy saying, "Oh, you couldn't said, do we that. Couldn't do that." But I would be out with my friends afterwards, and you'd hear these songs, and it would just be so stressed from work. So I'd be out like at a bar having oh, a drink, geez. and one song from the DVD would come on, and all of a sudden I'd get this like snapped, get this anxiety of like I'm back at work, and eyes I could, glazed over, couldn't relax, foaming at the mouth. But yeah. also they would pepper in like some rap songs and I remember it like it was ye yesterday under the register all it was was a knob right to turn it up mm -hmm. and then like 2001 we gonna make it comes on and I would just turn on blast it throughout go ahead <clears throat> let let it breathe <laughs> there we go before, we, before 2001 I would just blast it to the point where like sometimes my manager would be like it's too loud it's too loud but like Gave me it gave me that jolt during those uh those boats that I needed. But like Foot Locker never played like I don't want to say cool like stuff like that. Like we, I feel like would, it was super mainstream. It'd be like Beyonce or like this is Kanye 808's era. You'd mm -hmm. hear Heartless uh like nine times a day at work, and then you go to Foot Action and you walk in and they're playing uh Rick Ross like BMF or like Tiger Rack City, was and you're way, just like yeah, you're like. That was Why way. Why can't we just listen to this in the store? Yeah. That was way. But like one perfect one, I remember like vividly. Steal my sunshine. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was definitely on <laughs> the finish line. Yes. Remember that, that was definitely on the finish line Steal playlist. And then sunshine. like you know, there was so many. There was a, a lot of guilty pleasures where you're like was working. There any Anthony Hamilton? <laughs> Might have been. With some cornbread. No, with Jada. Oh, one so more. To oh take yeah. Why? Oh, so you want me? No. Yes. <laughs> One of the funniest comments I saw on the last week's episode, and oh, they, no. someone brought it back to the Big Body Best full size run episode, and they said Aster wasn't having Sharif's. Uh... <laughs> I forgot that that, what? that uh, Big Body Best <laughs> yeah, called yeah, yeah. Brendan Sharif. Yeah. Oh, oh, what my my interruptions, my interjections? <laughs> no, he wasn't. They weren't having your he, when you did the Jada, Jada laugh. Yeah, he, he wasn't impressed by no, it. No. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> no reaction. Well, listen, the Jada laugh in the next episode was not great either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he did a little better this episode. Here's, here's, here's the question, though. The one thing, the uh, one more retail uh, tidbit. What did, your terminology? What did you call the shoes that you didn't that were sitting on the back counter that you hadn't brought back yet? Drags. Yes. Take these drags. God, I remember. <laughs> Run the drag. It, it was busy. Tonight. It was busy. They you were, all, you, you didn't want to put. Listen, you didn't want to put. You didn't want to put them on. You didn't want to put them on right behind the counter, which was the easiest you part. Because then, like, that's where people could steal stuff. So yeah. you'd have to like line them up underneath the counter, so no one knew that uh, there was just shoes sitting back there, busy, right under the volume bro, knob. On then, busy days, Joe. Joe, oh. run these drags. Oh, if you, also, if you were in a dickish mood, someone was bothering you. Um, you got to go run these drags back. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, you're not helping it. Uh, you're not helping anyone. These drags aren't going to run themselves. They're just on Yo, the wall. You need something to do? Go no, run the drags. You're just on the wall. Like everyone's working. Someone's yeah. like, you helping anyone? No, take these drags back. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Fuck. Excuse my language. <laughs> imagine, imagine. Again, I, I hope, I pray, I, 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 I beg Our Lady Fate that we can set up an in-store event where we're doing this. 
you know, and we're we're selling sneakers like this covertly yeah. with hidden cameras. And I can't wait for the moment when it all becomes so overwhelming to you, Joe, that you tell Welty or me to go run the drag. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not you... wearing the uniform. I'm okay. breaking the uniform like I used to. And no, I used, to, be, I used to always gotta, get in trouble. In. When I walked in with the 17 OG low lightnings and they said, where'd you get that? And I let I left the blue peel sticker on. It looked like it was blue. It wasn't. It was the sticker. I left so, the sticker on. We're going to put that in. All, Sean, put all that the, in. The only thing yeah. I'm going to say, Brendan, and this, <laughs> tell, tell, this tell, is tell. foreshadowed in the next episode. So... Uh, you know the reason why you need to be able to to build upper body strength if you if you want to be a real shoot dog? <laughs> yes, tell is me. Because you, you need to go on the ladder. How are you going to jump up? How are you going to jump up the aisles and go grab the shoe at the top? If all you imagine, can do... yo, imagine when we're, we can we can add that into the in store challenge we do where there's yeah. a pull up a pull up activity in the middle of it where you have to get up to the you have to the go climb you have to go climb feats of strength feats of strength. There were definitely there were definitely moments where there'd be like the shoe all the way at the top and you're like, well, I need to go get this quick in the back of your head. You're like, if I fall, like it's just going to be. Yeah, but my vertical is fine. Insane. You know, I have a good vertical. I won't need to climb. I have a good vertical. I'm 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 picturing Welty pulling them up shelf shelf by shelf. I don't even need to climb. I could probably. uh, You should do it on camera. Maybe one day. (laughs) All right. That's it. <laughs> we touched on yeah. everything that people Listen, wanted us to touch. Oh, one last thing that okay, I, you I, said that already. No, but no, go no, ahead. No, no, that's no, no, fine. No. We got time. Uh, no, we're but I fun. picked up. A, I, I was rewatching the. I've talked about this a million times. Rewatching the Aster episode mm-hmm. over people the weekend. Shout out to Aster. Aster Chambers. You know Thank we, you. Brendan. You love all the super insidery uh, sneaker stuff. I live for so, it. So. I was watching your reaction on one moment where I've never seen the. You went, oh wow! The euphoria, and, the and you got super joy. excited. Is when the ecstasy is when Aster mentioned that he had been at like the the cultish uh, Ekin tattoo sessions, mm. and when he like pulled that like veil in front of you, the look the look of excitement on your face that you were about to hear about this uh, secret society <laughs> the, of the Nike. the Nike version of the Bohemian Grove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pure We're going to get flagged on YouTube for saying Bohemian Grove at the yeah. end of this thing. It's pure passion, baby. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman-Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. Complex Podcast Network.